0: evil lurks in the hearts of men. The shadow knows. (laughs) The shadow who aids the forces of law and order is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town years ago of the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret, the hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, The Living Head. As our story opens, a large black sedan rolls down a back road leading into town. And suddenly, another car swings out and falls in behind the large sedan. In the first car are a man and a woman. What's
1: the matter, honey? Why does driving make you nervous? <laughs> of
0: course not, Kenneth. Oh, that car back there.
1: Oh, well, this isn't a private road, you know. No.
0: Know. Well, that's the funny feeling. I think they're following
1: Oh, nonsense, honey.
0: That movie we just saw gave you ideas. They just happen to be going our way. Maybe. They're getting closer all the time.
1: They're just trying to pass us, That's Ah, Ken, look out! They're running
0: me off the road!
1: You all right, Marie? I think so. Ken, those men, they're getting
0: out and coming back.
1: Yes, so I see. I have something to say to them.
0: Well, well... It ain't Mr. and Mrs. Ken Martin. Well, i How do you know my name? I got a Ouija board, cousin. Get out of there. Say, what is all this? Ken, that other man, he's got a gun. Yeah, a gun. Oh, I'm sorry, folks. That's Loki. That gun of his has a bad habit of going off. <laughs> bad habit. Ken, please, for my sake, do what you ask. I'm waiting for you two to get out of that car. Maybe I ought to help you out. Oh, ah, what do you want? What is all this? We want 20000 cash. Well, you're crazy. We haven't got anything like that. You ain't looked at your bank book lately, cousin. We was figuring on holding you with security, sort of. Shouldn't I, but they. Marie, don't give them a penny. Oh, they get those spoiling things. I thought we was getting along so nice. Just wait a little. <coughs> get him up. Drop him again. Oh, Please, please, don't hit him again. You'll kill him. Okay, sir. You'll behave and he don't have to get me more treatment. You don't. I will. I'll do anything you say. Maybe on the other hand, uh, you ought to meet Mr. Jordan. He might have a lot to common with him. I'm Yeah. <laughs> a lot. You see, Mr. Jordan had 20 grand, he could spare two. Only he types out smartest he's In a car lady. Oh, my husband. What about him? He's coming with us too. I want both United people to meet Mr. Jordan. <laughs> We've got company for Mr. Jordan. Good, good. He's been getting lonely lately. He'll be glad to see somebody. Depends, okay. nice Lady comes to see Mr. Jordan. Yeah. we got our husband out in the car. He'll be staying with her for a while. Oh, for good? Depends. This is Mr. Jordan's little room, Mrs. Martin. Don't be too annoyed if he doesn't stand up when you enter. Light the candles, Professor. Certainly. There we are. Cozy little place, isn't it? I want to get out of here. And Mrs. Martin, you have seen Mr. Jordan yet. M- Mr. Jordan? Certainly. Mr. Mr. Jordan on the table. Eh? Well, step up and meet him. No. No. Well, that ain't very polite, Mrs. Martin, Mr. Jordan gets mighty lonesome. Take his cover off, Professor. Yes. There you are. Come <laughs> <Poor> Mr. Jordan. You're <laughs> not very handsome, is he? <laughs> You'll be hurt, Mr. Jordan's feelings, Mrs. Martin. You see, Mr. Jordan is alive, Mrs. Martin, and therefore he's rather sensitive. Alive? No. No, it can't be. It's a little experiment of mine, Mrs. Martin. Mr. Jordan is kept alive by means of a mechanical pump. Of course is Professor, the lady ain't interested in that. Wake up, Mr. Jordan. No, no, no. Mr. Jordan. Mr. Jordan, wake up. We've got company. Hmm? His eyes are open. It's impossible. I won't believe it. I won't believe it. Unfortunately, my experiments have not reached the stage where Mr. Jordan can articulate clearly. But perhaps that's just as well, after what he's been through, I don't believe his conversation will be very pleasant. I'll take me out of here. Please, please. I can't stand oh, any more. Let him go back to sleep, Professor. We'll go outside. Well, Mrs. Martin, now that you've seen Mr. Jordan, you know what could happen to your husband. I'll pay. I'll pay anything. Only I can mean, mustn't be home, You must promise me that. Can not be home. Don't be as long as you play ball and as long as you remember, Mrs. Martin, that talking to cops is poison. Commissioner Ken Martin was only an acquaintance of ours, but I just wanted you to know if there's any way I can help in breaking up this rotten kidnapping racket, I'll do it. I think any decent citizen would. Well, there's nothing I'd like more than to bust this kidnapping gang wide open. But right now, our hands are tied. Well, do you have any idea who the gang might be, Commissioner? We've had a creep and Stool and Mug in the city and the
1: lineup and we haven't had a lead yet.
0: What about the families of the victims, Commissioner?
1: Well, they won't tell us a thing. Somehow this gang has put something that must be even worse than the fear of death into these people. Have you talked to Mrs. Martin? And she won't say a thing. She admits her husband's missing, sure. But if we can't get another peep out of her. Well, Lawton? Yeah, I know. Send him in. Here's another example, Cranston. This fellow Lawton was in a car with his partner Marcus when Marcus was murdered. Hmm. But Lawton won't say a word. Uh, come in, Mr. Lawton. You uh, want to see me again, Commissioner? Yes, Mr. Lawton.
0: We need your help to break up this filter racket. You saw the man who killed your partner. You must have. You can help free the city from their terror if you'll it. I'm sorry, Commissioner. I... I can't help you. But you must, man. We'll give you protection. Could you protect Marcus? Could you protect any of the others? So you're afraid. You'd rather let those rats go cut free than risk your own eyes. Sorry, Commissioner. I, I can't help you. That's final, Mr. Lawton. sorry, yes. Okay, that's all. See what I'm up against, Cranston? Yes, I see, Commissioner. This racket has to be smashed if the citizens themselves have to turn over every stone in town and crush what runs out from under it. Yes, but how, how? I don't know. But we'll help anyway we can, Commissioner. Anyway. Well, thanks, Lamont. I'll let you know if there's anything you can do. Ah, uh, darling, we ought to be going. Yes, well. Goodbye, Commissioner. Uh, goodbye. I've never seen you so wrought up about a case, Lamont. Not just the case. This whole business of kidnapping, Margot. Mm. The vilest crime in the book. Yes, it is. There was only something we could do. Though. I think the first thing is to have a talk with Marie Martin. She didn't talk to the police, and she may not talk to us. But she just might give us some kind of a lead. I know you are trying to help you, Mr. Castle, but I have nothing to tell you. But Ken would want you to help stamp out this racket, Mrs. Martin. Don't leave me alone. You can't help. Oh, Lamar, no, my no, mother no, 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 no. The police will protect you, Mrs. Martin. Protect against being here to me. There are worse things than dying. Uh, worse than dying? Feeling, yes. Wanting to die. And not being able to. Please don't let me know. I've I said no, I'm sure. You've got to tell us, more, Mrs. Martin. Have you ever heard of, of the living hell? What? What is it, Mrs. Martin? No, no, no. I can't tell you. I won't tell her. I won't. I won't. This is Lukey, boss. You're supposed to be watching the Martin Dave place, Lukey. I am, boss. But something's happened. What's happened? Mrs. Martin had some guy in a dame visit at a day. They tried to feed a birdseed. You think? Yeah. Not a chirp. Who's the company? Dame of Margot Lane. Got an apartment at the Dexter Arms. Nice work, Lukey. Now what, boss? It's a social call on this lane, Lukey. When, boss? Tonight. With Jimmy in the back way and be waiting in her apartment when she gets home. When she opens her door. Bob. maybe we can discourage him from being too naughty. Well, here you are, Margot. Delivered right to your (laughs) doorstep. Don't you want to come in for a minute, darling? No, I'd better not just the same. You're worried about the kidnapping of doctor? Yes, Margot. I'm afraid Weston's right. Mm-hmm. One of the victims is going to talk. Mrs. Martin sounded more than afraid. Yes. Afraid of something worse than death. Yes. Well, let me have your key, darling. Eh? Oh. Here. Probably she was more afraid for her husband than for herself. Let's kidnap the strongest weapon. The fact that people who do anything to protect a loved one from harm. He's stuck. Oh, there we are. Good. Come on in for a minute. It'll help maybe if we talk the thing out. I'll make you some coffee. Uh, No, I shouldn't, but I guess a few minutes won't hurt it. Of course it won't. Wait a second. What's that? I thought I heard something. Oh, Mr. silly guy. There's nobody home. Uh, Probably just my imagination. Go up and... oh. Choke it up. You got your boyfriend covered. You kick up and he gets it. <laughs> ain't fair, but that's life. Right. What do you want? That's funny, cousin, because me and my friend, Lukey, here wanted to ask you the same question. What are you talking about? You and the sleeping beauty have been trying to pump the Martin dame. Why? What's it to you? I don't know what you mean. Okay. We'll keep a score on your boyfriend. Get him up, Lukey. No. No, no, please. You can't. Stir him up a little with your toes. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, get up, Mr. Stop, stop that You got two hands, do Look, look, I said hold it Jane. not trying. Ah, she can There. Now she's pretty quiet. Get the boyfriend up on the street. Okay. There you are. Bring him a little more to the right, you That's right. hold him. Keep him up, Luke. I'll really give him something to remember. It. All right. <laughs>
1: say that misery loves company, but wouldn't misery a lot rather have some honest-to-goodness relief? Now, folks, any time you are burdened down with the usual miseries of a cold, there's relief waiting for you at your druggist under the name of Grove Cold Tablet. What a medicine it is, a multiple medicine compounded like a doctor's prescription. Here's no mere headache tablet, but a combination of eight active ingredients. Yes, eight medicinal ingredients it will take right hold and work internally on all these usual cold miseries at once. I mean, they help reduce fever, relieve headaches, alleviate body aches and pains, reduce nasal stuffiness. It's no wonder that millions of cold sufferers have turned to grow for cold relief for 51 years. Of course, rest and avoid exposure. But be sure you insist on the genuine grow of cold tablets and take exactly as directed. Look for the Grove signature on the box because G R O V E spells release from cold misery. And now back to the shadow. <laughs>
0: the gangsters in Margo's apartment and are viciously beaten. The gangsters manage to slip out the back way when they hear a pounding on the door. It's me! It's Mm -hmm. sweetie! The janitor! It's me! It's me! Oh, good heavens! Oh, what's Uh, going Oh, oh, Lamont. It's Lamont. It's... It's Hanson. There he is on the floor. He, Oh, he's been beaten. Bad... What's happened? Gangsters. They were in my apartment when we got here. Mr. Feeney, w- would you get some water please? Sure thing, Mr. Lee. Come on. Hmm. Come on. Oh, oh my head. Oh. You all right? I think so, dear. Do Miss right. Lane? Mr. Clansden, all right. Thanks to you, Mr. Feeney. You must have scared them off from oh. enough. Get on. Cold water makes you feel better. It's yeah. all right, darling. I think we'd better get to the doctor. Though. Oh, that won't be necessary, Margot. I'll be all right. Okay, if there's anything else I can do, you let me know. We now. will, and thanks again. Thank you. Oh, this did it, Margot. It's a personal matter now. Well, now, wait a minute, darling. you better rest. No, I'm going to track that gang, darling, if it's the last thing I do. I think the shadow can get some information, Margot. Are you going back to see Mrs. Martin? No. If a visit to Mrs. Martin now I might jeopardize her husband's life. Lawton, the man we saw in Commissioner Weston's office today, is the one I want to see now. But you won't talk either, darling. We saw that ourselves. He'll talk to me, Margo. What he's afraid of is his own life. If I can protect him, he'll tell plenty to the shadow. Hmm. <laughs> Wake up, Mr. Lawton. Who said that? Where's the light? There's no one here. The shadow is here. I, I can't see anyone. No man can see the shadow. I'm here to learn the names of the men behind this kidnapping terror and where I may find them. I can't tell you. I won't tell you. You'll tell me, Lawton. I'm going to smash that ring if it takes me the rest of my life. But if they find out I've talked, they'll kill me. They'll, they'll make me the living head. No man will ever know what you've told the shadow. I want to believe that. But I'd like to help. What is this living head you talk about? Oh, it's horrible. They keep it alive somehow. It just stares as if it wants to die. The shadow will see there is no more living head, Lawton. If you'll give me the information I need, how can I contact these kidnappers? Who are they? Where are they? I don't know. I'm supposed to meet them tomorrow night to pay them $5,000 they've demanded to let me live. Tomorrow night where? At the old country road dead midnight. You'll keep your appointment, Lawton, but you'll tell them you haven't the money. No, I mustn't, Bill. The shadow will protect you, Lawton. You must do as I say. Meet them as you plan, but do not give them the money, you understand? I understand. I'll do it. I'll do as you say, Shadow. Where were you all afternoon, Lamar? Library mostly, Margot. Then I dropped up to the medical college to to Dr. Rossanoff, the famous vivisectionist. And what's going to happen tonight? Lawton's meeting the kidnappers, but he's not going to pay. Darling, what will they do to him? Take him to their hideout, I hope. Won't he be in danger? No, Margot. I'm going to follow as the shadow when they take Lawton to their hideout. Then the shadow will go in. You go for the police. But give me ten minutes in there before you call Weston. Nearly midnight, boys. Could be Lawton ain't gonna show. He'll show, Loki. Shouldn't be polite to keep us waiting. Hold it. Car coming up the hill. Mm. Look, like I told you, Loki. Lawton wouldn't disappoint us if they polite. Besides, it ain't healthy. Just about on time, cousin. Oh. Yeah, just about. That's good. You got something for me, Lawton?
1: Why? Well,
0: uh. I haven't got the money. Oh. He hasn't got the money, Loki. No money. That's bad. Well, I, I tried to raise it, but I couldn't. No. Sad, ain't it? Suppose we take a little ride in your car. Let's Move over. Look, you'll drive. Oh, well, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'll, I'll get the money. Tomorrow, maybe. You heard the boss. <laughs> I'll get in on this side to keep you warm, Lord. And you must be cold. You're shivering. Ready, right, boss? Yeah, Loki. Let's go. <laughs> Up up, Professor, it's us. just a minute. Well, well, what's this? Your material, Professor. Here's a boy going to the <laughs> head of his class. <laughs> That's a pretty good boy. Get him inside. Oh, don't let Take him in to Mr. Jordan. He'll be glad to see him. Very well. Mr. Jordan's been all favorite. Take the cover off, Professor. Very well. There. Don't so let me out of here. Let me out. Of here. Look, I can't. Look, I can't. Don't mark up his face, look. He will be needless. Mr. Jordan will be glad to know that. This is Lorden, Mr. Jordan. He's come to relieve you. Tonight you can arrest. You hear that, Mr. Jordan? Poor Mr. Jordan. He's waiting so long to die. So long. Let me, let me out of here. Hold them, Loki. I thought I told you to close the door when you came in looking. I did, boy. I wind must not much Well, Professor, how do you like the new subject? <laughs> it's Ed, head. It's really interesting to work with. When do we perform the operation? Oh, don't me Go now, Professor. Oh. I'll tell. I'll, I've got the money. I'll don't tell. worry, Lawton. They're not going to take your head. Boss, (laughs) listen to Mr. Gordon. He's talking. What's the idea, Professor? I didn't know anything to do with that, Rocco. Maybe it's time for me to have my revenge on you, Rocco. Shut the head up, Professor. I can't. I'll shut it up. (laughs) (laughs) You should know you can't kill the living head, Rocco. Incredible. Incredible. Rocco, I'm getting out of here. Nobody gets out of here, Lukey. Who are you? You're not the head. Who are you? I'm the shadow. I've come to take vengeance. Put up that gun, Rocco. I'll kill you, Professor. This is a frame. No, no, Rocco, don't. I said put up that gun, Rocco. <laughs> what was that? Something knocked the gun out of my hand. it? let's get out of here. Don't move. Grab that gun on the floor, Lawton. Keep them here till the police arrive. It wouldn't do to have the police find the shadow here. <laughs> uh, whatever it was, it's gone. What are you waiting for, Rupi? Huh? What do you mean? You need a blueprint? You got a ride. Take them. Shut up, you. Don't move your hand any closer to that pocket, Lukey. Take him, I told you. Keep away from that gun, Lukey. Well, you've just talked your gunsling into suicide, Rocco. Now, maybe you'd like to try something. All right, take him down, man. Oh, it's you. What is all this? Oh, here are your kidnappers, Commissioner Weston. This one's the leader of the gang. That one was the strong arm man. And over there's the professor, head of the terror department.
1: Oh, well... I had you all wrong, Latin. I thought you were scared. Breaking up this gang single-handed took plenty of
0: courage. To tell you the truth, Commissioner, it wasn't exactly single-handed. Now that Ken Martin's safe, Margo, and the gang's completely broken up, it looks as if Rocco is going to get a speedy trial. I certainly hope so. But you know, Lamont, there's still one thing you've never explained. That horrible living head. What was that? Well, the kidnappers preyed on the minds of their victims with a hoax that was based on scientific fact. They made them believe they'd been able to keep the head of one of their victims alive. How awful. Of course, Russian scientists had been able to keep a dog's head alive. That's when I talked with Dr. Rushenov. I knew they couldn't do it with a human head. But, darling, they saw it move. They said it was alive. Half light of the hideout, it did look alive, Margot. But it was actually only a very realistic wax imitation, adroitly manipulated by the man known as the Professor. What a cruel, terrible trick. Well, it's typical of the kind of men who kidnap. The state isn't going to get much clemency to killers like that. When Rocco and his gang do come to trial, Margot, you and I are going to be right in the front row of that courtroom. (laughs) over tally, in accordance with the verdict reached by the jury. I hereby sentence you to die in the electric chair at the state penitentiary, and may God have mercy on your soul. And so Rocco Vitale was pronounced dead at 12.37 this morning, according to this paper, Margo. And I just hope that every rotten, murdering gangster who even contemplates kidnapping will get the same kind of swift, sure justice.